welcome back to episode is it eight. Wait a minute, is it eight? Yeah. Oh gosh, eight episode eight to what makes the heartbeat. Hey everybody, thanks for joining us. My name is Katie Saw, one of your hosts. We're so excited to have you. Yeah, me too. I'm Mariah. Um, I just I'm so excited. We're at eight episodes. This is gonna be our final episode for I guess. What? Season one. Yeah, season one. We didn't even know it was going to be seasons. And then suddenly it told us when we first started, it was seasons. Yeah, right? you like fill it in. You're like, oh, this is season one episode. This one is episode eight. And and since the holidays are right around the corner, we figured this. And since I'm having a baby next week, yes. um, that this might be the perfect time to try to cap it and, you know, look at our episode, our whole season that we had and be proud of it and be excited for what we've accomplished. And, you know, we're so excited that you guys have been joining us hopefully every week through every episode. If not, we definitely recommend you going back and checking out a lot of our other stuff on what makes the heartbeat. We go through tons of different fun topics, um, little girly sometimes, but you know, we're always just trying to have fun and just laugh and hopefully you guys enjoy it along with us. Yeah, Katie, that was awesome. Great introduction. Oh, thank <laughs> Did you. Did you do that in one breath? That was amazing. <laughs> oh, you know, I'm going to drink some water now. That was really good. I'm you know, guys. Hey, we're getting there. We're growing. We're doing, so, we're, we're making a name for ourselves. <laughs> it's true. We're one trying way or very another. hard. So, um, so this, this episode, we've been kind of hinting at that we want to talk about this nine month, this, this pregnancy, Katie's nine months pregnant. She's at the end. I am 38 weeks pregnant Mm -hmm. on Tuesday. I will be 39 weeks pregnant. Yes. So we, you know, we're just squeezing this last episode right in. <laughs> I know. How impressive. I'm, I'm excited that you've been joining this whole time, like up until now, even. I thank you for just blocking out the time every Thursday, you know? Well, thank you for um, asking me to be in a podcast with you. Wow. So sweet. It was like, you know, it was almost as great as the day when Ronnie asked me to marry him. Wow. See? That's made, that makes me feel special. Remember when we talked about best friends and how special I felt right now? <laughs> I'm on top you feel of the special. <laughs> well, it's true because I feel like looking back, um, you know, I'm an actress. So it's like, I feel like I should be doing a podcast. I feel like I should be putting myself out there like that. And, you know, you being one of my longtime actor friends. But, you know, what's interesting is that even though we have that in common, that's not how we met. Right. Just right. very different than a lot of my other at we just happened to like work together and get to know each other and it both been going down that path. Um, but I just remember like thinking about like writing sitcoms and stuff in my 20s and, you know, always thinking of how I could like have a character in the show for you. And I just always knew that we would have like some really good um you know, I don't know, Juju or we would just chemistry, mesh well right? together. Like, yeah, like good fun. chemistry and it would just be a really good idea. <laughs> so I feel like I've always tried to include you in other art projects, even though I can't think of any that specifically ended up working out. <laughs> but when you asked me, I was like, yes, I should be doing a podcast. Yes, I've always wanted to do something with you. And so it just kind of seemed like the perfect timing. And even though we kind of had it in the works for a few months, it wasn't until quarantine started where we were like, okay, we have absolutely nothing better to do. Now is the time. Now we need to make this happen. So we can um, 
thank 2020 for at least that one great thing coming out of it. Yeah, there's there's always there's always positive somewhere. So tell me, you know, tell me how your how you feel right now. Tell me what your next week you are giving birth. Yes. Scheduled. Are you right? So how do you feel about this thought of knowing I know now that I'm going to have a child on this day and what do you just tell me talk to me I mean so uh, we we are going for a cesarean c-section um unfortunately the baby never is breached she never turned and you know I have a low-lying placenta so there's a few other things and it's definitely not like my ideal version of um have of giving birth but at the same time I'm it kind of feels great to know exactly what day and what time, you know, that you're going to have the baby in your hands. It's that part I really like about it. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm nervous for the surgery, but I'm not nervous for a baby. I think, um, it's kind of funny, like how, like I, I, I picture the baby being a baby, but like, I feel like I don't like realize it's going to be a whole person. You know, like I'm ready to play house and like have like the. So you're you're imagining. I think maybe you're imagining like the the role of what babies are in your brain and what you know of them to be. But then, like once they're there, you're like, oh, yeah, you're a human. you're a baby, but you're a big deal. Like you're human. <laughs> you're alive. I'm in charge of you. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I'm excited. I... This I've been very swollen the last few weeks, but the good things happen is that I've got like my my lips are like pouty. Did you Ooh. have that? Did your like lips and face get a little swollen? I'm gonna say that I think I, they did. I think they did. I noticed in photos though. I didn't notice it in person until I looked back at pictures. I was like, wow, my face was wide. My nose got big. Like I didn't, I never saw that. <laughs> my nose got big. It Your did. nose got big? It got like not huge. It just got bigger than what, when I would, I just, you know yourself. So when I looked at photos, I was like, oh, wow. Like there's things that changed. It was okay though. I was fine with it, but I just thought it was interesting that because I grew with that, I didn't realize it until after I had a, like a look back at like, you know, those Facebook photos or like the memory things. You're like, oh yeah, that's, that was me when I was pregnant or this time. And so. yeah, well, I just have really small lips to begin with. <laughs> and so they're so pouty and I like keep putting lipstick on them every day. I'm like, mm, look at you. Those pouty lips. <laughs> pouty lips, luscious hair, right? Yeah, that was actually my question for you. Yeah. Yeah, because I hear like about all these like luscious lips and luscious hair that you get in, you know, in pregnancy. And then apparently you go bald after the baby's born. Is that true? Yeah, I don't know that you're going to go bald, but you're going to have a lot of because I think some weird process that happens may not happen to you or it may happen in different, like a d- degree than everybody. Some people, it falls out so much where they have like balding patches and it's not because they're balding. It's just that I think that that hair releases all at once and then has to grow back in from that spot instead of like releasing periodically, which is what our hair does, right? They say 80 to a hundred and some odd strands a day we lose every day. I don't know. Did you know that? 
Are we losing? Why? I'm not surprised because you should look at my hairbrush. Yeah, <laughs> right. I so mean, <laughs> we always lose hair, but when you, I'm, sh- I'm not sure, but it's likely that you'll find it mostly in your shower, and then you will notice a lot of what looks like broken hair, but it's it's all your baby hair growing in. Yeah, and it's really fine, and it's standing up and. Yeah, that'll drive you nuts for a while. Just get some hairspray and you can't really, there's not much you could do without it. But you want to watch the drain because the chunks are insane that come out in the drain. Oh, God. Yeah, they'll, and your hair's really long, guys. Her hair is like down to her butt. No, so, it's not to my butt, but it's, no. it's like past like, it's like three inches past my bra strap. You have like mermaid hair. That's what you have. Well, that's what like I've been doing. So I've been like, one because I'm lazy and it's like rainy and foggy and grossed out but I'll literally get out of the shower and then I'll just let my hair dry and then I've just been doing French braids oh yeah and, and then, then that's what I'm going to try to do with the baby hopefully try to keep myself together that and then that way if I'm going out I can just take it out and then it'll like at least look like something yes you know because even if you have a ponytail but when it's crimpy, it's so <laughs> funny okay we're so off topic we what are we we're, we're talking about this is the nine month episode all right so, so like, what else what is like what else is the ninth month like I do think that the third trimester has absolutely been the easiest oh that's that's well, really interesting so you tell me have you had any pains in your stomach from like the baby like pushing on it at all ever she's not really like a big she like wiggles and so you feel the wiggle and you feel her like moving around in there but she's not like kicking me hard or punching me hard I feel like the kicks were more aggressive but once she kind of like stretched out um it hasn't been that bad I mean the first trimester was like oh my god it was hell the first trimester was hard and one you're like more nervous and you're just kind of like you know, just scared. And, um, and I, I was super sick and I was lucky to have my second trimester all through the summer. And right. especially because of quarantine and everything, I was like, oh, I'm going outside. Mm-hmm. So I got to do lots of things outside and feeling like hundred percent when you can still move. And then it definitely got harder to move, but I just feel like it's been going so, so fast. Um, that it's like the third trimester I blinked and it's gone. That's wild. I don't remember the. Th- I don't really remember the third trimester being slower. I remember enjoying the second, and the third was, like, it just was uncomfortable. I remember. I remember at seven months, I was like, yeah, about now is a good time. I could give birth now. <laughs> I don't like. I couldn't imagine. Like, I was like, why do I have to do two more? This is a lot. <laughs> what What was your original due date? February. Like many- February fifth. Yeah. Okay, believe. and then she came the first, right? She came the first. Yeah, yeah because I had a scheduled C-section just like you because I had a Frank breech baby, which means she was in the shape of a taco. Mm. And she came out like that. She came out, her legs. I uh, Nobody told me. Luckily, I did a little research. And when she came out, they, you know, right when she came out, they're like, yeah, you know, her legs are going to bounce up for a while towards her face. That means her legs were like smushed up to her head. And they were like that forever, I guess. So she was used to being in taco form and really enjoyed, you know, her feet up that high. (laughs) So when she came out, you know, they would, 
they would go down and then they'd fling back up to our face again. And it was pretty, (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty funny. Um, It took a little while for that to relax itself. And then we had to make sure that she didn't have any like dislocated hips or something, because that's something that could come from that. But now, you know, it's weird now when I hold her, if I'm running with her or something, I feel like this little popping in her hip. And I'm like, I wonder if that's from the when Frank you, breach. And I ask her, I'm like, are you okay? Does that hurt? And she's like, no, I'm fine. You know? So. So cute. That's oh interesting. Oh my God. It's exciting. It's so like, did you, are you done with the, the nesting? Are you done with the room? Where, how are you and Ronnie? Like, what is your conversations like right now? I mean, any of those subjects, like any of those questions, just shoot off, like say whatever. Um, okay. So a conversation that we actually had today, we had talked about because, because um, his niece and nephew's birthday is this weekend. And, you know, we had made a comment to his, this is very, very crazy topic, but um, that's not crazy, but it's relevant, um, you know, about him, if he liked any girls at school. And he's already kind of hinted, he's 11. And so he's already like hinted that that's what he's into. But Ronnie and I actually had a conversation today about how to approach, like with our kid, if we were talking about crushes, to maybe try to not specify if it's a boy or a girl mm-hmm. and say, like, do you have any crushes at school? <clears throat> oh, and, yeah. You know, which is such an important conversation to really have in this day and age. And, you know, how we said, like, at a certain point, we do want to make sure that we say, hey, if you happen to like this or you happen to like that, you know, that's okay too. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, so that was like really cool. I don't even know how that, I think, it came, well, yeah, it came up because of of his nephew, but it was just really interesting that it kind of, the conversation led there and that, you know, it's also good to know that we're both kind of on the same page with that kind of stuff too. Right. That's That's really cool that you guys even went there, you know, prior to actually having a baby in your hands because I think that those things obviously those things don't normally would normally like come up right away you you kind of take I mean I don't I don't think normally maybe some people do yeah I mean well we also did a lot of like gender neutral stuff just for the bedroom in general Mm -hmm. not um not for anything specific other than like everything's so expensive and I'm not rebuying everything again if it's a boy next so like a lot of things are in gray and white yeah. But we also just have like a rainbow theme. As much as I want to say I'm being gender neutral, if you look at her closet, it's, you just can't help it. You know, I just, I feel like if I had a boy, I would even want to dress him up in all these like crazy cute pink clothes. I just love them all. Uh- <laughs> I'm obsessed with baby, little baby girl clothes. Like literally when I'm in Kohl's or Target or wherever, and the fact that I can like go and like pick out those colorful, like fun outfits and like rainbows and butterflies unicorns just love it all the outfits are they're so adorable and I that's another topic I'd love to talk to you about because when well maybe I'll bring it up now but it'll be something for another time but when you actually have the baby I want to hear about which outfits you actually attempt to put her in because for me when I started um you know, I had all these outfits. It was like, oh, I want to put her in this. But then it was like, I remember just trying to get it on. I'm like, oh no, this is like, is this okay? Is this comfortable? Are you uncomfortable? Like, <laughs> then I started worrying about her comfort more than the clothing. And uh, as cute as the clothing was, then I started, I was like, oh no. 
Um, so I want to hear about, you know, all of the fun photo shoots that you have. Because I definitely have to get the photo shoots in. Like there's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've already got one planned six days after her birth. Perfect. Perfect. Of course. Yeah. I got my whole maternity shoot. Got all that stuff together. I'm like. Oh, I'm yeah. That was. With that. Those were beautiful photos, by the way. I am so happy that it worked out the way that it did. It just was like one of those things where I'm like, I don't care if I have one. And then we happen to find somebody that like was willing to do it for free for their portfolios. And I was like, well, if it's free, I guess I'll do it. And um, just ended up using, I mean, I think I spent like a little bit of money on clothes, but like mostly used stuff that was in my closet. And, you know, I think that's when things work out the best is when you're uh, not trying so yeah. hard, you know, and, and then they all just kind of like fall into place. So they really did. Those are beautiful photos. Thank and you. If you're comfortable enough, you should put some on the page so that people can see. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so do you have any thoughts about like, so you say for the nine months, like, okay, it's been your best month so far. Or your, yeah, your best month, your best. Well, I ever. wouldn't go that far. <laughs> It was the fastest. <laughs> That's good too. It like went by the by. fastest. That's what it feels like. Um, but yeah, I mean, it definitely hasn't been comfortable. Work has been hard. I can't really walk far. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely got the waddle going on. <laughs> Waddling what, back and forth everywhere. Where do you, um, what's the fear? You brought up that you had a little fear going into your delivery. What is that? Well, the fear is just that having a major surgery, you know, I think that was like one of the reasons why I want, I wanted, I wanted, God, I don't know if it would have worked out, but I did not want to have an epidural. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to have a natural birth. Um, and for just loads of reasons of just what I read with the bounce back and being able to like feel yourself again, like right yeah. after it or minutes after the baby's born, you're not just kind of like, Oh, like still you know, partly not having feelings somewhere and being able to walk and right. So I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, it's a big surgery, you're going to be cut open. And apparently there's blood everywhere. I know this is going back to our period. There's a lot episode. of blood. But yeah, like there's blood everywhere. I keep hearing people like, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of blood. And I'm like, oh, I really want to look at blood. You won't, you shouldn't see it. You might see it like, uh, I'm not going to tell you where I saw it. I think I have to wait. I don't want you to look. But um, I was able to kind of see that there was some, but Mark saw it. And he didn't tell me there. He told me afterwards. But he, Ronnie will for sure see the blood. That'll probably be, like, pretty crazy for him to see. Yeah. But, um, you, know. you know. And I, I've always had a fear, and this is awful, but, like, maybe every woman has it, but just of dying in childbirth. Mm-hmm. I know it's like not as common, but it's just, my mom had two very difficult pregnancies with both of her children. Mm -hmm. And, and so that, yeah, there's just that, like, you know, there's that thing where it's like, okay, well, as long as she's okay, you know, that like motherly instinct, like, right. You know, cause you're like, oh my God, God forbid I get coronavirus and I'm in the hospital and I don't, and I'm like on a breathing machine and like, as long as like, um, you hear that the baby will be okay. The baby doesn't come out with Corona. So I'm like, okay, you know, but at the same time, you just have this, like, what if I don't make it like so many women in the past who haven't, I mean, it's a legitimate worry. 
I think that's a really real worry that now will sit with you from this point on forever. And it's a worry that you've never had like to this degree before. Um, whereas like you could worry for yourself, but you're not worried about like, like you're worried about, I mean, like you're making sure that your kid's okay, but then oh, I guess where I'm going with this is I remember getting on a plane, you know, not a year or whatever after she was born. And I had this fear because both Mark and I went on. I've never been scared of flying planes. I love flying planes, flying in planes. Um, and I was terrified that what if something were to happen and I'm not like there for her. And we're both not, I don't know. I think I just like changed this, but you know, yeah, I do think that like your, just your responsibility as a, as a mother and as a person, you know, like you just feel like you have to, as a person, why did I say that? <laughs> I know. Well, it's just, it's, it's scary. Bottom line, it's frightening. Anything could happen. And I mean, that's also just part of like the beauty in life in general too, you know, but mm-hmm but like, what if, what if, and then I'm also like a big believer in the secret and all of that kind of stuff. And I feel like you're not supposed to think of the bad stuff. Like you have to like keep all the good things in there because you don't want to put, um, you just don't want to put that negative juju out there. Exactly. You just want to keep it positive. You know, if you, you are going to probably go into yours with such positivity I can't wait to hear about your experience because I feel like mine, I went in with a little bit of like excitement, but like I was a little upset, you know, still that I was going in for a C-section instead of like natural birth. Um, so I hope that you hold on to that positivity because I think it will give you like a wonderful and pay attention. I want to know if you hear any music playing, if you have, they ask you if you like any type of songs to be played while you're in there. I want to hear, I can't wait to hear about it all. Yeah, I know. I mean, the best part is that I have Ronnie will be there. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would love to hear his story too. I can't wait. I just want to hear both of you talk about it. It's going to be fun. Oh my God. I know she's going to be here soon. Hi, <laughs> little girl. Hi. <laughs> you. She's going to be here soon. Aww. Yeah, we're so ready for her. We and we're going to find out who she is. We're going to hear her name next season. <laughs> so... I hope, you know, this time it was just really just a free talk about however we're feeling, you know, in the moment, if it brought us somewhere, somewhere else. I know we, we jumped, I jumped to another direction at one point, but um, sometimes that's what conversations are about. It's just where, where that little spark happens, right? In your heart and you just want to go there. Like, oh, I got to talk about this now. So, yeah, it's um, actually really cute because I feel like the first thing that I talked about this season was about being pregnant and how that was feeling at that time so it's kind of interesting and cool to kind of go back there and do a little check-in um before I become a real mom yeah (laughs) and we get to hear all about it then 
Thank you, everyone, joining us along these eight episodes um, every couple of weeks. We highly encourage you to check out our entire season. We've got eight great episodes, and um, we're really proud of it. We're looking forward to to having a whole other season um, in in the year 2021. And, um, you know, I'm going to have a baby next week. So he's going to have a baby. <laughs> There's a baby coming. The life is changing. We are on a roll. Thank so. you. Yes. Thank you so much. This has been episode eight of what makes the heartbeat. My name is Katie saw and I'm Mariah and we can't wait to see you again next season. Take Thanks care. for joining us. Bye.